Hello and welcome back to Learning Line. My name is Danielle Hartman and I am so excited for you to hear this episode today. We have a fantastic guest with us. Lisa Micah is joining us to talk about the new leader onboarding program that we have here at HSHS. Lisa works on our project team for the new leader program. So she's a great expert to really talk about this project and this program. She works with us in the physician enterprise as the manager of patient experience. And she's been with HSHS for five years. Her previous work experience though includes working in labor and delivery, cardiology. She worked as the nurse manager for the Ornish program at Prairie. And now of course is our fantastic manager for patient experience in the physician enterprise. So Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, this is going to be such a great conversation. I'm so excited to hear about this program. Before we jump into talking about onboarding new leaders, though, I'd love to just start the way we start all of our podcast episodes with just a fun icebreaker. So the icebreaker question I have for you, Lisa, is what is the oddest job you've ever had? Well, I think the oddest job that I ever had was working at a full-service gas station and car wash when I was in high school when, um, while I was growing up in St. Louis. Um, the job itself was not so odd, but the things that I would find while vacuuming out people's cars were very <laughs> odd. <laughs> What's the, what are some of those things that you would find? Well, jewelry, money, and um you know small children's toys and you know i just have to tell you people sure drop a lot of french fries while they're <laughs> oh my goodness i think i'm guilty of dropping french fries while driving <laughs> me too me too interesting that you would find jewelry too like that's something that's a little unexpected <laughs> yes and then you would show that to them and they'd be like i've been looking for that for months <laughs> and uh, so it'd be exciting to be able to give it back oh that's nice that's very nice well thank you for sharing that experience what a fun job to even just reflect on you know what are those jobs we've done over our careers so thank you sure all right, well, we'll go ahead and just jump into our questions now about the onboarding program for new leaders. So what is HSHS doing to onboard new leaders? Well, HSHS is really focused on setting up our new leaders for tremendous success by implementing the new leader onboarding program um, that's actually going to launch in January. So we have a, a wonderful project team committee that has really put a lot of thought an effort into bringing those topics to our new leaders that they really need and that they actually really want the most. And this actually, Danielle, was based off the feedback that we got from leaders. So I really think this specific focus will ultimately help, you know, everyone just feel more confident in their new roles. Oh, feeling confident in your role is so important, especially as a leader. You know, making that transition from a, a frontline colleague to a leader can be really difficult. So the more confident you can feel and comfortable in the role, the, the better it is for you as the leader and even the team as well. So that's awesome. So what, can, what are some of those things that new leaders can expect to learn in this program? Well, I think what's really neat about it is the, the new leaders can actually expect to learn straight from some of our amazing established leaders. Um, the leaders that have been chosen, they are experts um, in their subject matter and are actually sharing all their secrets to success. Mm. Um, yes, the topics um, are, are 
pretty neat. They're going to range from mission integration to emotional intelligence, um, you know, how to um, effectively communicate with your teams, you know, holding those effective performance evaluations and huddles. And um, we're going to talk about huddle boards and, um, and my favorite, um, providing that excellent patient experience. Oh, well, that sounds like a wonderful topic. And I love hearing these things too. So as you're talking about, you know, communication and mission and, and items like that, and even having performance conversations, it sounds like it's got a great focus of those soft skills that you really need when you're a leader. I couldn't agree more. Um, Will there also be some tactical things too, you know, like how to work through a budget or how to do hiring, those types of skills that you also need as a leader? Yes, there certainly will be. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, I'm so excited for our new leaders. I can't wait for them to experience those things. So how are these new leaders going to build relationships in the program? From what I understand, it's going to be a virtual program. Is that right? Yes, you're correct, Danielle. The, the program is virtual, but you know what? We're just not going to let that get in the way of building relationships, um, especially with you know everyone being new um, and, and attending this program. And, and you know we just don't want anybody to feel like they're on their own island. So um, I don't know about you, Danielle, but I always um, I love to have a buddy. Um, you know when I'm going through a training or attending a conference, and you know I like someone to sit with and debrief with. Um, to share ideas, um, you know, say new goals out loud um, after yes. it's, you know, concluded. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, um, it, an accountability partner just sometimes even grows um, from that, you know, type of relationship. And um, I can tell you just thinking back, some of my, my very best buddies are those that I've met at conferences and trainings and um, so I'm super excited just to tell you that we are going to implement a buddy system um, and throughout this training, throughout this program, um, so that we can match everyone up, you know, based um, on a survey that we're actually going to send out. So we might match um, folks up by um, their hobbies, location, um, or other similarities. Um, just to ensure that everybody has a buddy um, that they can go through the program with and, and hopefully form some of those lifelong friendships too. That sounds like a great idea. I really love that. Not only to develop those those great relationships and those friendships, but like you said, to have someone to bounce ideas off of or, you know, feel like you're not alone on an island. I think, you know, a lot of leaders that I talk to, especially new leaders, you do have that feeling that you are kind of on an island by yourself. So the more we can help build those relationships and create that structure, that's great. I also really appreciated you saying that, you know, looking at location and where individuals are, especially, you know, at HSHS with our 15 hospitals and our clinics throughout Illinois and Wisconsin, you know, if I don't always get to meet people who are in different parts of the state or in a different state. So it's nice to maybe have a buddy who is in a different state or is in Southern Illinois that I can connect with and, and foster those relationships. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that that's something that's going to be a part of the program. Yes. So in addition to the program, which like you said, starts in January, can you tell me a little bit about this new leader checklist that I think rolled out in October? Yes, so um, the new leader checklist um, did roll out in October. It is really created, it's been created and meant to be a supporting resource um, for new leaders, direct leaders, and designated departments um, to be actively involved 
to orient new leaders to policies, culture, expectations um, through a series of learning topics. So this checklist um, is designed to be used as a roadmap um, for the first 90 to 120 days. And it's gonna help us facilitate discussion, networking, as well as coaching and, and feedback um, so that everyone is on track together not overwhelmed um, because um, this is just going to be a busy time for a new leader and the last thing we want is anyone to feel overwhelmed. I love that and you're right we don't want people to feel overwhelmed we don't want that kind of fire hose effect so the more we can pace it out over like you said 90 to 120 days the better and I like hearing that those key relationships will be developed so you you, you know who your partners are in the field and you get the information when you need it that's awesome. It's just so important. It really is. It really is. So let's just kind of talk about that. Like, why is onboarding so important? Why are programs like this and, you know, a checklist to help onboard? Why, why does that matter? So onboarding is an experience, right? So it's really important for the experience to help acclimate our colleagues to not only their new role, but to our culture at HSHS. Um, onboarding, you know, it it reinforces our commitment to them. You know, we want them to fe feel valued and and we want them to be successful. And um, so I think it's important to make sure that we have a, a really good experience um, and provide that really good experience so that um, our new colleagues feel appreciated and, and welcomed um, too, to, to our organization. Oh, I love that. That's so true. And, you know, feeling welcomed and feeling a part of the organization is key. And I, I love that it's it's not just an event. It is a full experience to integrate you, to help you understand our culture and who we are and, you know, the wonderful responsibility that you have as a leader within the organization. So that's that's so exciting. I, I can't wait to see what this project team does then to, to help onboard our leaders successfully. It's a really exciting time. Yeah, good. <laughs> and it sounds like from what you said earlier, too, maybe you'll be the presenter for the patient experience piece. Is that fair to say? That is very fair to say. Yes, yes, I will um, be presenting. Um, I'm providing the best patient experience, and I'm really excited about it. It is, it oh. is a passion of mine for sure. Oh my goodness. Well, I am, have no doubt that's going to be a wonderful presentation. And I'm sure, you know, if you're carrying that passion into your session, I hope that all of our other leaders who will be presenting carry that same passion. So that's so exciting. Yes. All right. Well, the last question I have here is just... Um, as we continue our journey with seven habits within the organization, we like to keep that a, a full focus when we're doing our podcast too. So can you tell me, Lisa, how do you sharpen your saw? That is a great question. Um, sharpening my saw, it's, it's really important. And it's something that I'll be honest with you, I'm always trying to be more intentional with. Um, I think I like to sharpen my saw best by being out in nature, you know, as much as possible, whether it be just like a walk through Lincoln Memorial Gardens where I can walk and I can reflect, um, pray, um, whether it be a boat ride on uh, Lake Springfield to connect with my family and friends. And, um, and sometimes I'll even do just a quick five minute meditation on my little meditation app on my phone um, at lunch. And um, it's just, these are just some of the ways I think that help me feel refreshed, um, which, you know, I just feel like really does help me just be more effective in 
all of the um, different work that, that comes with just everyday life. That is wonderful. I love hearing that. I, you know, the, the walking in the park really resonates with me too. I feel like that's how I sharpen my saw, just being in nature and just kind of having that calm and still really, really does something to me too. Definitely. Definitely. I, I love it too. This time of year, the leaves are just beautiful. Yes. Yes, they are. Oh, yes. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate this. This is a great episode. Looking forward to the program as it rolls out in January. And just thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and experience. It was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you for listening to this episode of Learning Line. We would like to give special recognition to Claire Kramer, our editor and producer of the show, and Ray Engeldinger, the composer of our music. Ray works in supply chain and wrote, no doubt, the song you are hearing now. Thank you.